0: Hollywood drama playing out in real life now. Members of SAG-AFTRA failed to reach an agreement on a new contract by that midnight deadline that they set. That means... They could go on strike as early as today. Yeah, overnight, the
1: Actors Union released a statement saying the alliance of motion picture and television producers, quote, remain unwilling to offer a fair deal. Now, while the association representing the
2: studio says it is deeply disappointed, adding this is the union's choice, not ours. So this could have far-reaching implications. So here to break down <coughs> everything you need to know is NBC News Entertainment contributor Chris Witherspoon. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning. All right, so let's dig in here. We now know the two sides couldn't reach an agreement. Um, um, so what happens now? What are the immediate effects? Mm-hmm. Immediate effects if the strike uh, is voted on a little later today, if it goes through?
3: Yes, yeah, so if, if it goes through, there'll be an immediate halt to all production. Yeah. So all the the, the films being made right now will be halted. All the TV shows, Hollywood will go dark, and we're also going to see some of the biggest names in Hollywood going to the picket lines. All these major A-list stars, these names known all around the world, will be joining the writers at the picket lines. Of course, the
0: Writers Guild of America has been on strike for some time now, past two months, if I'm not mistaken. There's and there's some overlap between. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the unions for folks folks who have not been following the story as closely as as we have SAG-AFTRA what are the major issues that, that they're, they're
3: fighting for? Yeah, so a few things. Higher wages uh, per season for streaming, and then also better benefits for these actors, the actors and also the writers, but increased streaming residuals, which is very different when you're doing it for Netflix or Hulu. Um, then also protection from AI. We talked about this last month on, mm-hmm. on the show, Harrison Ford. They actually used AI for the new Indiana Jones film for the first half hour of the movie. Mm-hmm. Then also self-tape audition regulations. A lot that. of actors are tired of self-taping. They used to go to casting directors uh, uh, or casting agency.
4: Wait, what? They used AI for the first half of the fucking the new film. Apparently, I didn't know that either. That's new. That was a spoiler alert for me. To D- you H- just? I-, I just heard that.
3: Just now with me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to that fucking movie.
4: Fuck them.
1: Yeah,
3: good point. If that's all stopped, they like so they want to have regulations around self-taping.
1: Really interesting about the residuals too, because you think of a season now, it's much shorter than it used to that's be, true. and so you're getting paid less. So that makes sense. Let's talk about viewers, Chris. What yes. does this mean eventually for the shows and movies that we're all accustomed to seeing, the new ones coming
3: out? So we've seen so much great content, almost too much content to keep up. With, but we, we'll now probably see like a, a, a famine of content. Lesser shows, lesser films coming to Netflix, to Hulu, to all the streamers. And then also we'll probably see more reality, mm-hmm. like Love is Blind, the, uh, the Ultimatum, all those shows that did really well for some of the Netflix, uh, Netflix <laughs> of the world. Oh, yeah. yeah, the only writers, so reality shows, like, competitions, more of those, for see, sure. And,
2: and what about the? Emmy Awards nominations were just announced yesterday succession you know Ted Lasso Ted Lasso mm-hmm. so many shows with this impact um, you know I think it's the 75th ceremony
3: yeah they're scheduled for September 18th but they'll probably likely have to cancel those really and push them back a few months on uh, you actors can't do any press or promo that's part of the actor's strike and really the campaigning up to the Emmys is such a huge part of getting that Emmy Award uh, so they'll probably push them back
0: a few months you know I think for a lot of folks who are watching or are listening right now on, on the radio they you know they're like oh Tom Cruise, Harrison Ford, why why would these guys be striving? They, They make so much money. But the reality is, most actors are not making millions of dollars exactly. you know,
5: and most writers of, uh, aren't
3: making millions of dollars. A lot of the streamers right now are making billions of dollars and these actors oh, and the stable. writers they're yeah. not getting their fair cut. Yeah. Network TV they were able to get a lot more. It was clearly defined how the shows were doing. The ratings and those residuals were so much better. So right now they are not good for the actors oh, or the writers. I'll
2: have to see what happens at the goes through. Thank you Chris mm-hmm. as always. And we should mention NBC Universal's parent company Comcast is part of the alliance of motion picture and television producers and some members of the news division are members of the SAG-AFTRA union.
0: Hey, thanks for watching! Don't miss the Today Show every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 percent Thanks, Al. Yeah, so it's
4: yeah, it's it's bad. It sucks. It's bad, but it's like they were saying in the press conference. It's absolutely necessary if we want to keep our industry in any form or shape that we are a part of it. Because now it's not just greedy bastards. It's it's fucking. A sci-fi film coming to real life about the robots taking over our jobs. I mean, they're taking over every job in industry, in whatever industry. But especially with, like you just said about Indiana Jones. I didn't know that information. That's crazy. Well, they did well, that with the Irishman too. Gotta you know?
5: look into that. What?
4: The the Irishman
5: movie? Yeah.
4: Yeah, they did. They you didn't have you seen that movie? Yes. With um, what's his name? Hey, what are you Robin trying to say? With Robert De Niro? Are you
6: talking about the de-aging thing? Yeah. that
4: That's what they did with Indiana Jones, de- de-aging his face for the characters.
6: That's what they're saying the...
4: AI is? The AI yeah. did?
6: Oh, I thought they were saying it wrote the script.
4: Oh, I didn't hear that part. If the... or something. No, I don't think so. That's
6: CGI.
4: It's still AI under the, oh, like, wow, artificial whatever. intelligence for creating it, I guess. So, but still, like, the wh- half of the whole movie... I mean, I guess if it's still the actor... No, I
6: didn't realize that. I'm gonna look into it.
4: Yeah, see. let's look more into it, because... I don't know. As long as he's still getting paid for his work and the, and the artists get paid for their work, that's what matters. What else is there? Oh, different angle.
5: <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
3: fucking... Bullshit.
4: Good moment caught on there. <laughs> yeah, actors on Seg strike. Greed is going to be the end of humanity. Definitely true.
6: What's Tom Hanks?
4: Ooh. Oh. I'm, here.
0: So I'm reading your novel about the people behind the scenes making a movie.
4: Nope, I don't like this. Do this right.
0: You know, you you mentioned the strike. I mean, it was was sort of a disconnect for me as I'm reading your novel about the people behind the scenes making a movie, and then on our program, on our news program, we're reporting on the strike of people making movies, that something's not working for them, something in the industry, the economics, or the relationships. How worried about this strike are you? How worried are you about the people? I think a thing happened recently And I'll go back to the 1980s as far as technology goes, because the moment you could watch any movie you wanted to, anytime you wanted to, as long as you had a copy of it on VHS, that altered the economic structure. Suddenly, there was a huge revenue stream that came from making anything. You made it on a, you made made a tape of it. And even if the movie was no good, it still had to sell 110,000 copies, so it would be in your local uh, video rental store, right? Mm -hmm. Take that and add on to it, and everything. Pay per view, and now, and now, streaming goes. That revenue aspect of it, and this is sure, this is totally business. This ain't art. This is literally the bread and butter issues of how can that pie, that financial pie, be divided so that the people, the artists, who are truly, truly responsible for how good anything is going to be, start with the writers. Who, who 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 built all of this stuff out of nothing? If the writers and I'll say along with it the directors and the actors and, and also I.A. the people who do this for a living have to work so hard and get paid so and get paid as little as possible in order to bring these things for, for, to fruition, um, that that's not good for the food chain. That's not that's not good for the ecological atmosphere of the arts and sciences. Of, of a movie and on one hand it's like well you know things aren't the same people don't go to the movies away. people sign up for for streamers and I well then how do you you know it's funny how that not, not to get into these issues because I'm, I'm a member of every guild there is uh, including the producers guild so um, I'm you know I've had to work within the confines of all of the restrictions and all the stuff that can get in the way yeah of making the movie and telling the story story that, you, that yeah. you want to. But I mean, do you have a, a dog in this fight? I mean, do you support the strikes? Uh, where do you, do you speak? Up? There's, uh, there's no question that this has to be figured out now. Strikes used to happen because a new thing was coming down the pike that was going to have to be, and the, you know, the, the, the contracts come up at a certain time, so, well, let's renegotiate. And you could always say, everybody could say, with some degree of truthfulness. Of- of- well, we're not sure actually how this is going to pan out. That's the way it was in 1980 when I was doing Bosom Buddies and there was an actor's strike. 81 when I was doing the Bosom Buddies and there was a writer's strike. I don't think that's the case right now. Uh, the economic picture is, I think, relatively obvious of where, it's, where it is. And you have streaming services that everybody... Wants some some program that is on there, and without there being uh, the the rightful recompense for things that work and are popular, um, as well as the a- aspects of inc- uh, uh, exclusivity, like if you write or work or direct on something on one streaming service, anything you would do on another streaming service would be in competition. So therefore, there's an anti-competition clause, which means. You can't take jobs and you cannot create your own work because you've taken something that ends up being pan out. There are so many bread and butter, and I'm by when I mean that, it's like, look, is it right that somebody can create a series or direct a series or star in a series that is spread out so far and wide that you end up working for a lot less money for something that is actually profitable? <laughs> that is actually viewed as valuable and profitable for the people who air it, for the business people that air it. So this it has step, to be worked out. It does have to be it has to be worked out and it has to be worked out in an ecumenical way in which we understand that guys, we're all in this together. <laughs> there, I, I'm, there is going to have there is a win-win circumstance here that can only come about when everybody is paid their fair share. And what that fair share is, you know, it, you have to be dispassionate about it, what it's going to be. And believe me, I'm no expert in what this is. I only know that I'm, I'm the I'm the I'm the same consumer at the end of the day as as you are. What works and what is will, what is uh, willing to be paid for. It. And also, in there is let's talk about the contract that goes on between uh, the by contract. I don't mean negotiated contract. I mean the contract that the audience has with the storytellers. All right. Um, There is now a completely different um, set of rules that goes into how we decide to be entertained and how we decide to pay for what that entertainment is. Because if you and I and everybody else in this room wanted to be entertained for free for the rest rest of the month, we could be between YouTube or an app or anything else that is part of the social media, that's free. (laughs) That means it does not cost us anything. Now our desire I think as an audience is that we want to go off and be challenged by what we see and so we go off and we'll try to do that. Now that also has to enter into what all of this fray is as far as what is, what, is this, what is this business that is going to sustain us both artistically, scientifically and financially.
7: but
1: shut down so there are two major sticking points here money in the form of fair pay and residuals now that we're in this new era of streaming as well as artificial intelligence which has upended
7: the way many industries do business we're going to talk about that part of the story with our resident ai expert jake ward and variety senior tv editor brian steinberg will break down the business impact but first let's begin with nbc news correspondent dana griffin she's right on outside netflix offices in los angeles so dana what are you hearing from actors right there on the picket lines
2: in Clay, so we are hearing from them movies. that they are not giving up. This is just day one of what could be a very long stretch of time. They say that if they don't do something now, then this is going to impact their careers for years and years to come. I actually spoke with SAG-AFTRA president Fran Drescher, who we all know affectionately as the nanny. She stopped by here at Netflix around 9 o'clock this morning. Here's what she had to say. If we don't nip this in the bud right now, we're all going to be at risk of losing our jobs, and that is not okay with us. Now, we've seen other stars like Francis Fisher and other people that are here, maybe lesser-known actors, but still very important to this industry. And they tell me that they are here for everyone because if they don't stand in solidarity it's easy for the studios in their words to kind of ink a deal that doesn't benefit everyone and actually we've heard from the alliance of motion pictures they represent the studios that are bargaining with the actors they said that we are deeply disappointed that sag After has decided to walk away from the negotiations again it's unclear how soon both sides will come back to the table
1: Thank you, Dana. All right, Brian, let's bring you in here. This shutdown comes right as two blockbuster movies. The Barbie movie and Oppenheimer are set to hit theaters. Last night in London, the stars of Oppenheimer, they voiced their support for the strike and actually walked off of the red carpet of their own premiere. Let's listen. It's a huge deal for me to be here. It's also a huge deal for me to be in lockstep with all of my peers in my guild. So Brian, how is this strike going to impact the movies and shows so many of us love, as well as the ones that are currently in production?
5: Well, there's a pipeline for a little while of moving TV shows through the summer. Um, What's going to happen is the actors will not be promoting those shows. Those are, are, are governed by SAG contracts. So I think a lot of the blitz and glamour of Hollywood, the red carpets, the interviews, the, the, the all that kind of does kind of out the window for now. And then as, as this goes on, the fall, I, the coverage I get bare, there are, there are only so many new things to promote. And at some point I think we'll probably start seeing a, a heavier reliance on news, sports, and reality TV programming. And
7: Brian, we should mention that Comcast, which is the parent company of NBC Universal, is one of the companies represented by the studios' alliance. Those studio heads have said this has been a difficult time in the business financially. They've also made some controversial comments about how long they're willing to hold out. What should we understand about the studios' positions right now?
5: How are you well, those? they're under a lot of duress as well. There's no question the jump to streaming is changing their business model and not in a great way. They're having problems keep keeping advertising dollars coming in. They're having problems making money on the back end selling these shows again and again to other platforms because most streaming shows stay where they are. So uh, the, the Disneys and Comcast of the world are navigating a much more difficult situation than they have in the past and they're, they're, they're afraid of losing their money and, and they may be holding on tighter to their purse these days. All right,
1: Jake, let's bring you in here, because when we heard AI was involved, we knew we had to talk to you, because no one knows AI better, no one explains AI better than you. Uh, People probably remember those crazy Tom Cruise videos from a few years ago. They're deep fakes. It looks like Tom Cruise, right? But that is not him. It's It's an AI-generated version of his likeness. Is that what actors are worried about here, that AI could be just repeating a likeness of them
6: absolutely is part of what they are worried about we know that in the contract negotiations with the studios the studios actually came up with this proposal that they called groundbreaking and it was groundbreaking but not in the way that they probably intended what it says was if you're a background actor one of the people who would be behind a scene and the principal actors in the foreground doing what they do those background actors were being offered a single day's pay in exchange for having their likeness scanned in for perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Not only would that mean that you would essentially never work again for that particular company because you'd be scanned in, you would also probably not make the minimum pay that you would need to make in order to meet the SAG-AFTRA minimum for health insurance, right? So there's big concerns there. Beyond that, what we've been speaking to the script writers and the actors and everybody else, they all are very worried. Meanwhile, the Directors Guild of America has, has actually negotiated a contract that lets them never have generative AI replace them, that's probably what the actors and writers are for, are, are about in this particular case.
7: Wow, okay, so we've got the concerns about technology from Jake, we've got the studio perspective from you, Brian, and of course we've got to end with you, Dana, on the ground there. What's the status of negotiations right now? Do we know when both sides will be able to actually return to the table here? <laughs>
2: Not officially, but according to Dominic Patton, who is very plugged into the industry, he reports the Deadline, he tells me based upon the reporting and based upon the conversations he's had with studio execs, they are willing to hold out until October to try to wear down the actors. I asked them if there's any way they'll pay the actors, they say absolutely not.
1: All right, Dana Griffin, Brian Steinberg, yeah, Jake Ward. To being, Thank you uh, all. Appreciate it. We're
7: going to turn now to the dangerous heat wave. It's making life so difficult one. for so many people across the so East Coast to the it, West. Yeah, right now, more than 80 million people are under heat
4: alerts from saying, Florida like, to yeah, California. Ponson, if you're on, if you're you're on the West Coast, of
1: the brace so yourself the because age, the heat well, is intensifying. We, we at
4: least 50 the budget, record high temperatures could be broken Certain things. We're used to that, basically.